This CosmicReality.com presentation is sponsored by MysticalWares.com. Is there something wrong? Warning. Life support failure on all decks. Abandon ship. Maybe it is time to take command. Bridge to Captain. Join Jan Shaw updating current events as only Jan can. Library computer. Data being received. Produced by CosmicReality.com. Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw. I'm the Success Alchemist. You can find me at the successalchemist.net, the webalchemist.net, empoweredmanifestation.com, on Facebook and YouTube, Jan Shaw the Success Alchemist, on Twitter at Coach Jan Shaw, on Truth Social Success Alchemist, and on Telegram, US UK Patriot. Today is the 24th of September 2022 and the title of today's show is Major Event 924 Weekend, Revolution, Putin's Ultimatum and Trump Witch Hunt. So I'm going to start by looking at this um, series of predictions that there's something major going to happen over the weekend. Some say the 24th, which of course is today. Others say the 25th. Um, and I found a report from sgtreport.com titled, What Ominous Event Do They Have Planned for September 24th? And this was published on the 12th of September. Um, it's actually by Michael Snyder, End of the American Dream. Um, what in the world are they planning to do on September 24th, 2022? As you will see below, a member of the German legislature is openly warning that September 24th will be a day when everyone will remember exactly where he or she was. Needless to say, those days don't come along very often. For those that were alive at the time, the death of John F. Kennedy was one of those days, and certainly 9-11 was one of those days. But off the top of my head, I can't really think of too many others. I can remember what I was doing when Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans in 2005, and the Russian invasion of Ukraine earlier this year was definitely a major turning point. Beyond that, there just aren't too many days that fall into this category. That is why something that a member of the German parliament just said seems so odd. Everyone will not forget September 24th, 2022, and everyone will know exactly where he or she was. Why? Why does he believe that September 24th will be so historic? Video of this clip has been going viral on social media, and uh, he includes the... Um, tweet from US Civil Defence, September 24th, 2022. The German legislature said that date will be remembered forever. I know a financial collapse is coming very soon. Is this the black swan event? Be prepared. And it actually includes another tweet as well by US Civil Defence. German political parasite warns of an event September 24th. 
from the Trenches World Report, and that's a link to an article. And then another, he clearly says September 24, 2022. And the other legislators gasp in response. I do not believe this shot was for an event in the past. This was a slip of the tongue and they responded. Even more important events are unfolding for the end of September. Prepare. In a weird coincidence, and this is a reply from Anne Bonney, 9.24 on the Gregorian calendar is 9.11 on the Julian calendar. And US civil defense responds, the most important calendar is the religious Hebrew or Jewish calendar. Events happen on high holy days or years or on jubilee years. When the 24th of September was mentioned, you can hear other members of the German legislature react. Did he reveal something that he wasn't supposed to reveal? At this point, we don't know. Perhaps nothing is planned for September 24th. Perhaps if we could listen to the remainder of his speech, it would be obvious that he is referring to something completely trivial. The reason why this caught my attention is because I do believe that September 25th and 26th will be very significant. This year, LL29 begins at sundown on September 24th and it runs until sundown September 25th. As I detailed in a previous article, we witnessed the worst stock market crash in US history up to that time on LL29 in 2001. That record stood until it was broken precisely seven years later on LL29 in 2008. LL29 fell on a Sunday in 2015 and the stock market is closed on Sundays. So no record was going to be broken then. However, we did see a tremendous amount of financial shaking in August and September of that year. In 2022, LL29 once again falls on a Sunday, so there will be no stock market crash on that day either. But I will be watching very closely because Rosh Hashanah begins at sundown on Sunday, September 25th. According to Jewish tradition, one seven-year Shemitah cycle will end and a new one will commence once the sun goes down that evening. Of course, the truth is that we don't know for sure if Jewish authorities have calculated the Shemitah cycles correctly. And the Bible also doesn't make it completely clear on what day the Shemitah cycles are to begin. So I did a search on Brave, actually, not Google. And I found another article. This is back in um, 2015. And it's on the Intelligencer. Net. And it says um, the word Shebitar is most often translated as the release or the remission and applied to the wiping away of debts as well as the resting of the land. And it also says there is also something special about the day of Elul 29 on the Jewish calendar. This is the last day of the Hebrew month of Elul, when all debts were cancelled and all credit released and the nation of Israel's financial accounts were wiped clean. Um, there's also another article, and this is on uh, jewishindianapolis.org. 
And it just says, uh, Azilul is the last month in the Jewish yearly cycle before Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. It is viewed as a month of reflection on the previous year and looking forward to the next year. With this focus, Elul is regarded as a month of teshuva, forgiveness, or returning to a clean state. So there's quite a bit of speculation out there that this could have something to do with Nasara and Jasara. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But there was also a video sent to me of a guy who looked like he was a truck driver um, saying that Biden has been told to stand down and resign. And this has come from top military. Now, how true that is, I don't know. And it's supposed to happen, I think, by midnight tonight. Um, who knows? But moving on to my next topic, which is revolution, we're seeing some amazing things happen across the world. First of all, the Iranian people are now protesting. And I've got a couple of things that I found on Telegram to share with you on this topic. The first one is from Aurora Ray, Galactic Federation. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp are all going into the usual Meta Zuckerberg genocide enabling mode, censoring Iran protests and blocking accounts, just like they did to Myanmar, Syria, Palestine. And the comment underneath, that was a, a screenshot of, I don't know where it's from, actually, it doesn't say. Um, it says the Iranian government has shut down the Internet so that the world cannot watch as they kill their people on the streets. Social media is censoring all reports from and about the massive public unrest. Use your freedom of speech and stand with the brave women and girls who are leading an Iranian revolution with nothing but their voices and their bare hands. And Tommy Robinson News has a post. Scenes in Iran tonight, a woman sits on top of utility box and cuts her hair in the main square in Kerman to protest death of Marza Amini after her arrest by the morality police. Thousands in support, chants of death to the dictator. Could we be seeing an actual Iranian revolution? Uh, another one, this is from Aurora Ray again. The brave people of Iran are fighting the government's armed forces. The regime's violence against women isn't new. Men and women are fighting back. And it's hashtag Masa Amini. There has been a widespread internet outage in Iran. The brave people of Iran are fighting the government's armed forces. I always dreamed of the day that I would see women without headscarves on the streets of my birth country. That day is here now. Revolution is marching the planet. Bring on the victory of light. And there's a tweet by Igor Sushko saying... Um, well, reporting that essentially all streets of Tehran are now under the control of the movement against the totalitarian regime. And I have seen a short video showing the um, the police, the military, whoever it might be, actually retreating away from the huge number of protesters that are coming after them. So that looks very encouraging. And um, Tesla 
has actually released or set up his Starlink to provide internet capability in Iran for the protesters. There's also another Telegram post from Disclosed.tv. This says, New Marza Amini's death in police custody after she was detained for violating Iran's strict hijab laws has sparked protests across the country. The protest has now expanded to 133 cities in all 31 provinces of Iran. So this could be very interesting to see. Are the Iranians going to take back control of the country from the dictatorship? We'll have to see. Now, the other breaking news is reported by Q the Storm Rider on, on Telegram. Military coup in China has begun. This will be a double coup. Last year and twice this year, I dropped wires here in Q, the Storm Rider official page. I had stated a major war infighting was taking place inside the Chinese military and CCP regiment and a full coup would start. Just days after Putin and President Xi met and discussed renaming the CCP after the coming planned takedown of the communist regime, the deep state CCP made their move against the White Hats in their country and pulled a military coup of their own, sending thousands of soldiers into Beijing with military units and hundreds of armed military assault vehicles that lined the highways up to 50 miles long and arresting President Xi and his top officials. The deep state's cabal Rothschild stroke Rockefellers in China, along with CCP military and black society dragon families that run the world adrenochrome industry, along with human trafficking and weapons trade, all decided it was time to try and take over the BRICS monetary reserve operations and arrest Xi and start their campaign to stop the current White Hat's military coup taking place. A double coup. I had mentioned last month in my report the White Hats Alliance in China had military operations that was militarizing the Chinese students through universities and these students would be a large part in the military planned coup by the alliance. This plan now is taking effect as thousands of universities have been activated students to start the campaign and uprising. With the help of the alliance the past three years, the well-placed information drops of the pandemic stroke bio-vaccines stroke forced lockdowns leading to deaths and collapse of the economy, regional stores and local trading have all led to tens of thousands of universities and millions of students being prepared to fight for their country in case of a black hat military coup operation which has now taken place. In the weeks to come and months, the fight to free the Chinese people from the communist regime that has ruled, killed hundreds of millions of their own people, is now coming into a civil war for freedom. As the Biden crime family and their many dealings with CCP, Hunter Biden's involvement with a Chinese investment fund called Bohai Harvest RST, a.k.a. BHR, and several other illegal investments into Asian money laundering rings begins to get exposed. 
and the Republican U.S. House Committee have all the evidence on but await the 2022 elections to take back the House and expose Biden. Russiagate, Fauci bring real light into Congress on Hunter Laptop, an exposure of big tech in conspiring a military coup with Democratic leaders and deep state military and UN powers. The exposure of military coups began Durham. Durham will connect all. Trump will connect all. In the end, military is the only way. I think this is these are extracts from Q Drops. World coups happening and continuing leading to a double coup, alliance leading the second coups. Inside the storm, the black swan events. And then it goes on, cables. President Xi and his family had not returned home since his meeting with Putin days back. Chinese sources confirm the current Xi in house arrest is a double with the power of technology and CIA advanced mass creations that cannot be detected, even in up-close communications with agents wearing face masks, these features of masks have become a norm for elites to use. Doubles. As MI6 sources reveal, even the Queen had been dead over ten years, I suspect three years, and her double wore these masks. Putin, Trump are just a few that have many doubles. Have you ever noticed Trump is super chubby and a bit shorter in some photos and other and in other events, tall and stocky and fit? King Charles is expected to hold the crown for only three years before his planned imminent departure, military alliance planned. And the power will go to Princess Diana's son, William. This is all in the cards. Black Swan event, dominoes. Now, whether this arrest story is true, um, I haven't seen anything else to validate this. But then it's typical for the mainstream media, certainly, to censor any information like this, which shows that they're losing the battle. And it certainly seems to me that that they are. And I want to go on by sharing again something that I found on Telegram. And I believe this is one of Benjamin Fulford's briefings. This again is on Telegram and it's from Q the Storm Rider again. And it just says Ben F, which I interpret as Ben Fulford wires. The summer deadlock in the ongoing but undeclared World War Three is about to end. Multiple sources agree. This is because the collective West is about to face a catastrophic systems failure if events continue on their present course. The question now is, will the Khazarian Mafia try to surrender or are they planning a new offensive led by a slave African Pope, possibly involving a fake alien invasion? The biggest sign that something big is about to happen is this announcement by the Vatican. The Holy See and the institutions connected with the Holy See that are holders of financial assets and liquidity in whatever form they are held in financial institutions other than the IOR must inform the IOR and transfer them to it as soon as possible within 30 days from 1st of September 2022. 
This appears to signal the end of the Rothschild and other Khazarian Mafia families' control over this institution. This is historic, as they have been the Vatican's private bankers since at least the 19th century. This is also extremely important because almost all so-called world leaders who appear at the UN are given a Vatican bank account when they assume power. The leaders are then told, welcome to the rich person's club. You are free to use this money as you wish, but if you disobey us, we will kill you. The entire COVID nightmare, it now turns out, involved using an artificially created pandemic to launder over $1 trillion of FRB funny money, uh, I think that's Federal Reserve Bank funny money, into the world economy. This was done by bribing government leaders with money from the World Bank, the IMF, etc., to go along with the KM Kazarian Mafia's attempt to create a totalitarian world government. Lesser leaders were given shares in vaccine, mask and hand sanitizer companies, etc., in order to join the chorus. Also, many leaders who refused to go along, such as the president of Tanzania, were killed or removed. This is now blowing up in the Khazarian mafiosis faces as side effects from vaccines and scientific scrutiny expose the entire pandemic as one of the greatest war crimes in world history. This headline is typical of what is now beginning to dominate even the corporate news about the pandemic. Attorneys for Pfizer whistleblower say company could be liable for $3.3 trillion in damages. Now that the fear of bankruptcy, jail or execution is weighing more on leaders' minds than the temptation of bribes, the ability to use COVID to launder funny money into the world economy is ending. In retaliation for the pandemic attack, most of the world's countries are being even more diligent in refusing to accept all forms of money created out of thin air by the Khazarian Mafia and Vatican-controlled Federal Reserve Board. This is the real reason why the Vatican-controlled collective West is facing an energy crisis and imminent social collapse. The question now is, will the Khazarian mafiosi who control the Vatican try to negotiate a surrender or double down with a new offensive? That is why all eyes are on this week's big gathering of cardinals in Rome. After naming over 20 new cardinals, mostly from developing countries, this weekend, Francis has chosen 83 out of the 132 cardinals eligible to elect a new pope. This is enough to elect a new pope. Vatican watchers noted that when the Pope travelled to Aquila on August 28th to visit the tomb of St. Celestine V, he resigned from the papacy in 1294 AD. He said that by relinquishing power, Celestine showed the strength that comes from humility. In the eyes of men, the humble are seen as weak and losers, but in reality they are the real winners because they are the only ones who trust completely in the Lord and know his will, Francis said. The two-day meeting with cardinals, taking place on August 29th and 30th, is the only time during Francis's nine and a half years as Pope 
March 2013 to the present, that all the cardinals have met and talked in this way, says Vatican expert Dr. Robert Moynihan. So this is obviously a brief from the end of August, but it's interesting what we're seeing in terms of the economy. You know, the Dow was down again to um, a really low point on Friday. So, you know, people are predicting an economic collapse. Now, um, I want to carry on again with another post by Q the Storm Rider. And this is referring to um, the documents as well that were seized from Mar-a-Lago. And I'm going to go on to that topic as well later on. This says military ops to take down the deep state military. What was in the 11,000 documents the FBI seized, including illegal Iran nuclear deal connecting Obama to blackmailed by the Iranian regime who entrapped him into believing Osama bin Laden was in Pakistan and the killing of the fake bin Laden would lead to Obama's second term as president, knowing he had been lied to and had to pay billions to Iran to keep the secret going. I have explained this story multiple times in the past two years in detail. The drops on the raid are connected to classified information on CIA projects that connect Clintons to Ukraine money laundering ring through several channels, UN, Iran, Kazakhstan. Major update, Trump meets with lawyers and special matter and discuss jurisdiction and who has the power to classify unclassified documents. The FBI were heavily invested in retrieving unclassified documents that were part of sealed indictments that are part of the Trump versus Clintons, Trump versus United States of America. In these documents were sealed indictments against the Clintons, the Clinton Foundation, Luciferian Brotherhood, Illuminati, that have control inside the military commands, leaders through the United States government's branches and sectors. These sealed indictments were sealed until they came into the hands of Minnesota District Courts through Woodrow Law Firm. Look into federal court filings in Minnesota District Court and Florida District Court filings. Donald J. Trump versus Hillary Rodham Clinton and Donald J. Trump versus the United States. Military tribunal number to look into 42-2016-DR-D3626-HJ. The FBI wanted all the sealed military indictments that connected the Clintons, Obama, deep state military commanders and leaders of U.S. government branches to the world human trafficking networks. The full exposure of military tortures and cannibalistic Luciferian Brotherhood of Illuminati satanic rituals inside the military and U.S. government sectors. Currently, the Brooklyn Judge Special Master is overlooking the documents to see if they will be processed as classified or witness or testimony or affidavits and who can rule over the documents. These military operations and setups forced FBI raids, planted raids by the Alliance, are all meant to come into the public domain and public courts. That's why Trump publicly stated he will, quote, fire tens of thousands of civil servants and gut the government. 
The saga of Epstein is only beginning. Watch when Trump allies retake the House. They are coming after the FBI and Epstein list, exposing the whole satanic human trafficking sacrificing system. Crimes against humanity that involves every country, their connections to Davos, Rockefeller, etc., 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 the Vatican, the pandemic, bioweapons. Durham, FBI, Epstein, pandemic, bioweapons, Putin, UN, all on a collision course. The storm of the century. In other words, it's going to come out through Durham's prosecution of Danchenko, which is next month. So that's going to be interesting to see how all of that is revealed. And X22 report was saying um, all the people that are saying you should have had indictments for Clinton and for Comey and all the other um bad players, shall we say, are missing the point that Durham has to reveal all this evidence against them in this uh, Danchenko prosecution to justify the indictment of such major players. Otherwise, you're going to get a revolution on your hands of, of people who are mi completely misled by these people, uh, thinking that it's a political act by, you know, the right wing, the MAGA supporters, Trump, etc, etc. So, you know, this has to be absolutely watertight. Another piece of huge news uh, this week is about Putin's latest address. Um, I mean, we've, we've heard that, um, you know, the agenda of the deep state is to create World War Three. And if we'd been on a Hillary as president timeline, I think that would have already happened. Uh, I've said many times about Starfire Tour and the fact that it was a, either a timeline with Hillary, which would have been nuclear holocaust, versus a timeline with Donald Trump, which would have been a peacemaking um, timeline. Of course, we saw the success that he was having in terms of brokering peace in the Middle East. And of course, this whole Ukraine-Russia war, um, military action, is being used as the means by which a nuclear war can be started. Um, I'm a fan of bioclandestine Substack, as you probably know if you've listened to previous shows. He's actually done an analysis on what Putin said in his address. So Putin's address approaching the precipice, and this was from September 21st. Putin addressed Russia this morning in a pre-recorded speech pertaining to the ongoing special military operation in Ukraine. The, the mainstream media headlines focus on the partial mobilization for Russian reserve military specialists and Putin's threats to use all weapon systems available, which would include nuclear weapons of mass destruction. But there is so much more given to us in this speech, huge points that mainstream pundits are overlooking, or possibly, this is my addition, perhaps ignoring because it doesn't uh, match their narrative. Let's get into it. 
for starters, if you've not read the translated transcript, you need to do that first. And it has got a link to the full transcript. I'm not going to read that full transcript because, um, you know, you can follow that link from the uh, clandestine link that I'll include for the description of this show. Um, he starts his analysis. Um, Let's analyze the key passages and revelations. The subject of this address is the situation in Donbass and the course of the special military operation to liberate it from the neo-Nazi regime, which seized power in Ukraine in 2014 as a result of an armed state coup. Putin doesn't beat around the bush. He comes out firing against the neo-Nazi regime and the violent coup started in 2014, a coup that was facilitated by Obama and then Vice President Biden at the time. This is why Biden continues to send hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine. They are protecting their deep state proxy. This is why you see China and Russia in the news making joint statements about preventing Western colour revolutions. Russia is fighting back against the US proxy Ukraine and now China is looking to remove US influence in Taiwan. The East is standing up to the West. And it's got a screenshot from Reuters... China's Z urges Russia and other countries to work at preventing color revolutions. However, you will notice throughout the speech, Putin carefully articulates that these actions were not carried out by any nations or the people, but by the aggressive policy of some Western elites. Putin and Russia have made a conscious effort since the beginning to direct their allegations and displeasure with the Western elites, not the US as a whole. Russia has repeatedly alleged that the US Democratic Party, along with the help of George Soros and non-government entities, have been laundering US Department of Defense funds into Ukraine to build an unofficial deep state proxy outside the scope of US congressional oversight. And it's got a screenshot of US coordination of biological laboratories and research institutes in Ukraine. Of course, I've reported um, in previous shows on these briefings from the Russian military leadership about what they found in Ukraine in terms of biolabs and more. Putin goes on to say the goal of that part of the West is to weaken, divide and ultimately destroy our country. You'll notice there is a distinction between the goals of the people and the goals of the Western elites, specifically the DNC. You'll also notice Putin has never said a negative thing about Trump throughout this entire situation. Putin has clearly taken sides with Trump and opposing that part of the West, i.e. the deep state. And Putin, I think, actually declared Biden as an illegitimate president in, in an earlier speech. Uh, Putin goes on to address the horrific realities caused by the Western elites, using their influence to intentionally sow discord and chaos in the region since 2014 turning the Ukrainian people into cannon fodder and using military force on civilians and organised genocide. 
They turned the Ukrainian people into cannon fodder and pushed them into a war with Russia, which they unleashed back in 2014. This is what Putin is saying. They used the army against civilians and organized a genocide, blockade and terror against those who refused to recognize the government that was created in Ukraine as the result of a state coup. The article continues, all of the strife, death, disease, poverty, drug trafficking, human trafficking, civil war, etc. in Ukraine has been a result of unnecessary US involvement in Ukraine. Putin is 100% correct here. And this disturbing reality is ignored by the Western media. Putin clarifies that the reason for the special military operation was a preemptive measure, as the West stroke NATO were looking to bring nuclear weapons into Ukraine, in addition to the weapons and activity already going on in Ukraine, the Biolab network. Putin goes on to address the methodical pace of the military operation, clarifying that they are operating with intention to preserve human lives and liberate the formerly Russian Donbass from the cruel neo-Nazi regime. This puts several dents into the Western media narratives that Putin and Russia were mindlessly killing civilians. Now the media claim the slow pace of Russia means that Ukraine is winning. This is folly. Russia recognises civilians on the battlefield and are acting under the appropriate rules of engagement. The MSM and Big Tech are desperate to make sure you do not know this. Putin goes on to clarify that they are not only fighting Ukraine, but the, quote, entire military machine of the collective West, end quote. NATO and the US are pumping Ukraine with weapons and supplying training to Ukrainian soldiers using the blood of the Ukrainian people as their pawns of war. This is not a war between Russia and Ukraine. This is a proxy stroke economic war between the East and the West. This is World War Three. And World War Three wouldn't be complete without nuclear weapons, right? Putin covered that base as well after calling out the West for shelling the Zaporozhia nuclear power plant and looking to cause a nuclear catastrophe, Putin declares he is ready to take on the threat of the West by whatever means necessary. He says, I would like to remind those who make such statements regarding Russia that our country has different types of weapons as well, and some of them are more modern than the weapons NATO countries have. In the event of a threat to the territorial integrity of our country and to defend Russia and our people, we will certainly make use of all weapon systems available to us. This is not a bluff. The citizens of Russia can rest assured that the territorial integrity of our motherland, our independence and freedom will be defended, I repeat, by all the systems available to us. Those who are using nuclear blackmail against us should know that the wind rose can turn around. That's the end of that quote. You heard Putin right. Claiming Russia have advanced nuclear weaponry that we don't know about and he is prepared to use all weapon systems available to him. So whether you support Russia, Ukraine or your head is firmly planted in the sand, this situation should have every single person's attention on the planet. 
Now, after analysing the contents of the speech, look at it from 40,000 feet. We are six weeks out from the midterms. All of Trump's narratives have been proven true. Biden and the deep state have run the country into the ground. The normies are waking up en masse. Deep state crimes being exposed and prosecuted as we speak. And now it appears that the world is on the brink of nuclear fallout. If there was to be a precipice, surely this is it. Quote, we are on the brink of destruction, but it's only on the brink that people find the will to change. Only at the precipice do we evolve. And that's from the movie The Day the Earth Stood Still. Keep in mind, Putin has no quarrels with Trump, meaning the only way this entire situation gets resolved is if Trump reclaims the White House and puts an end to this and holds the deep state criminals accountable. The stage is set for Trump to come in and save the world from assured nuclear destruction. And there's a screenshot of a, a truth on Truth Social from Trump. President Putin of Russia is now threatening the use of nuclear weapons, saying it is not a bluff. The Ukrainian conflict should never have happened and would not have happened if I were president. But as I have made very clear for quite some time, this could now end up being World War Three. And cl clandestine ends by saying, sounds pretty biblical to me. And of course, um, it was in the Q drops that Q said it's it's going to be biblical. So on to the Trump witch hunt. Um, I've referenced a little bit in relation to the Mar-a-Lago raid. Um, but now there is a lawsuit that's been filed by the New York Attorney General, Letitia James. And it's a civil lawsuit, which is very interesting. Breitbart reports on this. And this is an article from... Today, Trump blasts New York Democrat Attorney General Letitia James over baseless, abusive, depraved lawsuit. Former President Donald J. Trump bashed New York Attorney General Letitia James at a Save America rally Friday night in Wilmington, North Carolina, for the baseless, abusive and depraved lawsuit she filed against him and three of his children this week. Quote, there's no better example of the left's chilling obsession with targeting political opponents than the baseless, abusive and depraved lawsuit against me, my family, my company by the racist Attorney General of New York State, Letitia Peekaboo James, Trump said at the rally. This week, James, who once called Trump an illegitimate president, filed the suit against him, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump and Eric Trump on Wednesday, accusing them of undervaluing properties to gain better rates on loans, insurance, policies and taxes. Trump dubbed her a raging maniac who campaigned for office ranting and raving that her goal, her only goal, is we got to get Donald Trump. We're going to get him. He added, before she had even begun her phony investigation, she went around boasting her plan to weaponize her office against me, probably working with the federal government, of course, declaring, I look forward to going into the office of Attorney General of New York State every single day and suing him.
I'm going to sue him and then I'm going to go home and I'm going to be so happy because I sued him. She further screamed that his days are numbered and proclaimed that nothing else matters other than defeating Donald Trump. This is a gross prosecutorial misconduct and it's coming in so many different forms, whether it's in Atlanta, whether it's from Washington, D.C., whether it's January 6th, coming from many different forms. There's never been a period of time like this. Trump later blasted James for the lawlessness in New York and called the Democrat-run state a cesspool of violent crime. Homicides in New York are up 52%, robberies are up 38%, and carjackings are up, listen to this one, 286%. That's the new thing, you get in your car. Oh, I love my car so much, darling. Thank you so much for buying. And a gun grows through the window. They say, give me that car. 286% up. Rather than spending all of that time going after me and my family, Ivanka, think of it, Ivanka. Ivanka's a very good person. Don Jr., he is a good person. Eric, Eric, these are good people. This crazy radical leftist nutjob, James, should be going after the killers, gangbangers, drug dealers and MS-13 savages who are ravaging the state of New York. But the radical Democrats don't care about prosecuting violent criminals. They only care about persecuting Republicans or conservatives. We've got to remember this. We've got to remember... James is up for re-election this year and polled behind her Republican challenger, Michael Henry, in a Trafalgar Group survey released on September 13th. Trump praised Henry, calling him a real crime fighter and wished him luck because he's representing a lot of people that want to see New York change. Major news, I'm beating Letitia James in the latest Trafalgar Group poll, Michael Henry tweeted. This is a winnable race. We have to keep our energy high and keep telling our neighbours and friends to vote in November. Trump added that James deserves to be removed from office, immediately disbarred and banished from the legal profession forever. I'll just cover a little more background into this um, lawsuit. And this again is from Breitbart from a previous report, which was the 21st of September. Uh, New York Attorney General Letitia James sues Trump, his three children, for alleged fraud. Uh, New York Attorney General Letitia James, a Democrat, on Wednesday took the dramatic step of filing a lawsuit against former President Donald Trump and his three grown children, accusing them of undervaluing properties to gain better rates on loans, insurance policies and taxes. James's lawsuit is a civil case, not a criminal case. It aims to bar Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump and Eric Trump from serving as executives at any company in New York or to bar the Trump organization from buying any commercial real estate or obtaining loans from financial institutions in New York for five years. The lawsuit is the result of a multiple year investigation by James and comes less than 50 days before the midterm elections. Trump's attorney, Alina Haber, said the the lawsuit is not focused on the facts nor the law. 
quote, rather it is solely focused on advancing the Attorney General's political agenda. It is abundantly clear that the Attorney General's office has exceeded its statutory authority by prying into transactions where absolutely no wrongdoing has taken place, Haber said in a statement. We are confident that our judicial system will not stand for this unchecked abuse of authority and we look forward to defending our client against each and every one of the Attorney General's meritless claims, she said. And there's been quite a bit of uh, commentary on this on social media that it's fairly obvious from the fact that she's launched a civil suit against Trump and the family that they don't have evidence that would stand up in a criminal case. So I think we'll see this one thrown out like every other attempt to discredit Trump. It's getting really boring now, isn't it? Now, as I mentioned earlier about the Durham case, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, I've got another telegram post from cue the storm rider and this is about the latest uh, actions by john durham in the janchenko case um, john durham requesting 30 subpoenas a serious move cash patel says special counsel john durham means business by requesting 30 subpoenas for testimony in the trial against the man believed to be a key source for british ex-spy christopher Steele's anti-trump dossier you're telling the judge, I've got 30 witnesses that I'm going to fly in from all over the country and the world to prosecute this case. And it shows you how seriously John Durham is moving on this matter, because this is the fulcrum of the case, Patel told former representative Devin Nunes, who now is CEO of Truth Social, former President Donald Trump's social media app. Igor Danchenko, a Russian-born lawyer and researcher who has lived and worked in the Washington, D.C. area for many years, was charged with five counts of making false statements to the FBI related to the dossier. Danchenko has pleaded not guilty and his trial in Virginia is scheduled for October. Durham has obtained a single guilty plea, which came from former FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith, who admitted to altering an email about a Trump campaign aid under government surveillance. Patel said the Danchenko case intersects the Clinton campaign, their dirty deeds, their fake money, Christopher Steele and the likes of Fusion GPS. Danchenko, he added, was caught and these 30 subpoenas are going to shed information at the heart of this matter by real people testifying in federal court. Now, just to go back to this uh, civil lawsuit by Letitia James, um, Ultra Pepe Deluxe posted on Telegram a set of screenshots which um, Donald Trump Retruthed. I think the originals were from Twitter by Kurt Schlichter, and it's a series of six tweets. Here's how the New York AG civil lawsuit will go. Once Trump is served, he takes a few weeks to respond. He probably cannot remove the case since there are New York defendants, so no diversity. Now we're in mid-October, he moves to dismiss. Three, I've only skimmed this dog's breakfast of a complaint, but what popped out at me for the parts I looked at 
were the lack of damages allegations, much less ones against New York, the plaintiff. You cannot sue if you did not suffer a loss. None are pleaded in the parts I looked at. Four other causes of action may have damages allegations, we'll see, but there are plenty of other grounds to move to dismiss that just leap off the page. Five, let's get real. If they thought they had Trump, they would have filed a criminal case. But they have to prove that beyond a reasonable doubt. A civil suit is a preponderance of the evidence. They had no criminal case. They chose civil fraud to impress dumb people. Six, so the initial motion to dismiss will not be heard before the midterm. The real mission was accomplished by filing suit in time to influence the election, but not so early that this garbage case could be tossed out before the election. And actually, there is a seventh tweet. I expect the case will be dropped or tossed after a couple motion to dismiss rounds. Maybe there will be a small piddling settlement the AG will claim is a victory. It's not a real lawsuit, it's lawfare. And I hope Red AGs are taking note of the new rules. Now, there have been some interesting takes on what Trump has been doing. Um, just a day or so ago, Trump retruthed a video that is filled with Q references. It's going to be biblical. Q, where we go, one we go all. Q plus, drip, 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 flood. Nothing can stop what is coming. Just to name a few, Trump has never made it more clear that the storm is coming. This is from Patriots Are In Control on Telegram. And um, there's another tweet, sorry, another Telegram post by Ultra Peppy Lives Matter with a whole set of screenshots from the video. Guys, Trump didn't just post some random video with a few Q references. He retruthed a video filled to the brim with everything Q, including plainly suggesting that Trump is Q+. Military justice is coming and that the storm is coming. There has been a monumental shift. Trump is openly embracing Q. And at his, oh, and it says the mainstream media must be panicking. And at his rallies, he's now started playing the Where We Go One We Go All song and doing air cue signs. Um, he was also on a an interview with Sean Hannity um, and there's some interesting things that he actually says during this interview. Incidentally, I have all these uh, Telegram posts shared on my MAGA US UK Patriot channel, so you can go there to find them all. One of the things he says um, when Sean Hannity says, people are saying, why does he have to fight so much? I think this is referring to when he was in office. I have to fight. I'm under siege and I'm running a country, he said. So whether he's throwing in a little tidbit to indicate to us maggers that he's actually still running the country, uh, I don't know. Um, this another one thought this was interesting last night. Trump suggests that they raided Mar-a-Lago because they were looking for Hillary's deleted emails. Is DJT hinting that he's had them this whole time? 
I only have a few minutes left now, but I did want to just mention how the FBI has got completely out of control. And um, there's a report by Resist the Mainstream. I may only be able to cover some of this. FBI agent turned whistleblower speaks out against persecution of conservative Americans. And that was published yesterday. A federal Bureau of Investigation agent filed a whistleblower report Wednesday after being suspended, the New York Post reported. FBI Special Agent Steve Friend has worked for the law enforcement agency for 12 years. Agent Friend was suspended Monday, stripped of his gun and badge and escorted from the agency's Daytona Beach, Florida field office, according to the New York Post. In the complaint filed with DOJ Inspector General Michael Horowitz, Friend alleges violations of FBI policy in connection with January 6th investigations he was involved with. Friend says he was transferred from child sexual exploitation and human trafficking cases to concentrate on January 6th cases issued from the Washington headquarters. He was reportedly told domestic terrorism was a higher priority than child pornography. He believes his child exploitation investigations were harmed, according to the Post report. He joins almost two dozen whistleblowers alleging similar FBI wrongdoing. Friend told Republican Congress members the agency was politicizing justice. I have an oath to uphold the Constitution, Friend reportedly told FBI supervisors, claiming conscientious objection status and refusing to join an August 24th raid on a January 6th subject near Jacksonville, Florida. I have a moral objection and want to be considered a conscientious objector. Friend, whom the report noted did not vote for Donald Trump in the 2020 election, reportedly said he told his immediate boss twice that the raid was contrary to FBI policy. He added the raid also violated the subject's Sixth Amendment right to a fair trial and Eighth Amendment protection against cruel and unusual punishment. Um, it goes on to list the content of the whistleblower complaint and I just want to sh quickly share another um, breaking news with you which relates directly to this FBI overreach. It's another SWAT team raid. Uh, Gateway Pundit reports and this from, was from yesterday Biden's FBI sends 25 to 30 agents to home of pro-life author and father of seven arrest him for reportedly protecting his son from an abortion escort. A father of seven and pro-life warrior was arrested this morning in Pennsylvania by 25 to 30 FBI agents for protecting his son from crude actions reportedly made against his son by an abortion escort. LifeSite reported today a well-known pro-life author, sidewalk counsellor, and father of seven was the latest victim of a U.S. Department of Justice-sponsored SWAT raid and arrest for supposed face act violations at his rural home as his children looked on screaming. 
Mark Hook is the founder and president of the King's Men, which promotes healing for victims of pornography addiction and promotes Christian virtues among men in the United States and Europe. Ryan Marie, who is a homeschool mother, explained the SWAT team of 25 to 30 agents, FBI agents, swarmed their property with around 15 vehicles at 7.05 a.m. this morning. Having quickly surrounded the house with rifles in firing position, they started pounding on the door and yelling for us to open it. Before opening the door, she explained her husband tried to calm them, saying, please, I'm going to open the door, but please, my children are in the home. I have seven babies in the house. But they just kept pounding and screaming, she said. When he opened the door, they had big, huge rifles pointed at Mark and pointed at me and kind of pointed throughout the house, Ryan Marie described. And it was to do with him being accused of... um, assaulting this abortion escort who was really um, saying very obscene things to his young son who was with him at the time, his 12-year-old. And there was a, a, a criminal suit filed against him which was dismissed and yet the FBI just needed to come in and arrest this man because he doesn't support the agenda of the left and the deep state, which of course is in support of abortions even up to and beyond birth, which is purely demonic. Anyway, that's all I have time for today. I think we've got a lot of uh, good news to come. We're seeing the people stand up and we're seeing that although on the surface it seems like the, the deep state are going after conservative maggers and Trump, they're not winning. They are definitely losing. So stay tuned. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you'll join me next week for another Cosmic Creating show. In the meantime... Stay well, be safe, and bye for now. You have been listening to Cosmic Creating with Jan Shaw, updating current reality, a production of CosmicReality.com. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Reality Radio. We appreciate your support. Please visit our sponsor at mysticalwares.com for a huge selection of metaphysical products, gifts, candles, incense, and one of the largest Shungite collections available. Cosmic Reality Radio is sponsored by Mystical Wares Online Store, where coupon code SAVE10 will get you 10% off your entire order at mysticalwares.com. <laughs>